0: All right, guys, welcome back to Between the Lines, the Tampa Catholic Athletic Podcast. We have a really special guest here today, Uh, but let me uh, introduce, let me, let everyone introduce themselves.
1: I'm Xavier Porter, a co-host for the Between the Lines Podcast.
2: Coach Mike Gregory, new head football coach, Tampa Catholic High School. Oh, yeah.
0: Yep. (laughs) All right, so I thought we'd start with fun and then we get more into, like, more serious questions this has been the biggest debate so far in this podcast.
1: We've oh, been Jesus.
0: Arguing about this. <laughs> so, you know football. You know, If you were to have one current NFL player to come to Tampa Catholic and be on your team, oh. who would it be? Now, before you answer, I want to give mine and then X will give his. Yep. And then our awesome producer will give his. Mine was Fred Warner because he can play both sides. And I don't really see anyone stopping him at running back. X, and this is where we disagree.
1: I said Chris Jones because nobody can block him. You're not wrong about that part.
0: But he can't play both sides.
2: What'd that mean? Uh, it means what it means. Oh, Jesus. Okay. God. <laughs> Who do you have? Uh, I'm going to go a little personal here. I'm taking Jameer Gibbs. Okay. I think he is, uh, you know, obviously I, I I know him, but, you know, he is super talented. I've seen him play DB. I mean, he is a freak show on the field. So, he can you can put him at running back. You can put him at receiver. You can put him at DB. Put him at linebacker if you wanted to. He's not afraid of nothing. He's smart. I'm all about it. So he
0: was him. he was on my fantasy team and I w- and I won. Was it frustrating? This is totally a curveball, but was it frustrating watching the beginning of the season cuz he wasn't playing as much? Frustrating. And I was like yeah. I was like why aren't they playing him more? He was her, like, I think. No, they just were no, doing this wasn't.
3: weird yeah, they, they do like splits series like one series in Montgomery
0: I'm talking about as a fantasy owner, it was yeah, extremely frustrating. It was frustrating because oh, he, he was
1: thinking as a fantasy fan and not a football fan. I don't know right. him. He knows him. <laughs> oh, okay, okay,
0: okay, okay, okay. Yeah,
2: it's frustrating I me mean, because you 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 knew what the potential. Was. he was on my fantasy team too, so I was, it was driving me nuts there for the first couple weeks. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you knew what he was, you know what he's capable of doing, Every right? Every time and, he touched the ball. Yeah, and that it just keeps keep, keep saying, you know, Dan Campbell keeps saying, oh, we got plans, we're going to use them in ways you've never seen before, and you know, and then they're splitting series, just traditional running back type stuff, right? So, it's like, man, just put him out there, receiver, throwing throw him the ball a little bit. I'll, just I'll take my points. You know what I mean? Just get him, him seven, out of space. Get him the ball. Yeah. Get him out of space. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, who would you pick between ours?
2: Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. A dog up front of D-line is a tough one a Tough. But one he's in high turn. school. It's not that much of a... D- it th- wait, uh, are even we taking him so, right so now? That's, that's even more We're taking him so right
1: then. now. That's six six three twenty. 320. Just
2: an yeah. answer. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Man, that's a tough one. I'm going to have to go. I, you know what? I love D lineman. I'm going. I'm going, Chris Jones. <laughs> it's,
1: happening. it's happening. This yeah. was not that much of a disagreement, guys. Yeah. I'm telling you, that it's 6'6, six, six, 320. Nobody's blocking that. He can, he can go rush from the wide nine. That is freakish. All
2: right, well. is freakish. He is freakish. That is freakish, bro. That's why he's yeah. the best D lineman. You get after the quarterback. Problem. Nothing else matters. Under oh, the other
1: side. Okay.
2: You mean to tell me you couldn't find a spot for him somewhere on the other side of the ball? I just, I don't know. I just, listen,
0: Gary, you
3: agree with me. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Right, I told I'm you. I'm alone.
0: Trey, I know Trey and TJ agreed with me when they were on.
1: Yeah, they did. All right. But I'm they I'm don't. Right. Hey, he's hey, He, he loves right. d He's a coach. Right. I love All right. D-Lama. God, All right, man. That's man. the
0: first real question. <laughs> I'm wrong. No, I'll admit, I'll admit I'm wrong. All right, man.
1: So um, you were here at Tampa Catholic before, right? Yep. Uh, Describe what Tampa Catholic... And a TC football team means to you, you know, it's almost everything.
2: I'm not going to say it's everything. Cause I got a family mm-hmm. uh, and if they're listening, if I say that, then I'll get in trouble when I get home, Yeah, we don't want uh, that. <laughs> but it's almost everything, man. I spent, you know, I, I tell people all the time until the point where, where I left here, you know, to get into college ball at that point, I spent a third of my life here, you know, and, and all my adult life, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like, to me, it's all I've known. I, I love, I love a lot of the teachers that are here. I love a lot of the people that are here. I love all the guys that played for us the first time around, you know, I keep in touch with those guys. Um, you know, and the thing for me is like, I I still in the, in the six seasons, I was gone. I still referenced Tampa Catholic as we, it was always, we, you know, like Mm -hmm. it was, it just always felt like it was part of my identity. You know what I mean? Uh, I was joking with coach Leone last week, but like, I still have Christmas ornaments that are Tampa Catholic, Christmas ornaments I put on my tree. Like it, it means that much to me, you know, I did it when I lived in Atlanta, you know? Um, so it's important to me. It's important to me to see this program, you know, be in good shape, be in this. see the school be in good shape. It's important for me to beat Jesuit. It's important for me to beat Berkeley. It's important for me to beat CCC. You know, all those teams that, that we should be beating on a year-in, year-out basis, all that stuff is important to me. And it's important to me to see what our guys do after they, they leave here. You know what I mean? It, it means the world to me to be, get texts from TJ Harrell and Corey Martinez and Kyle Ploucher and, uh, you know, all these guys. Christian Green talked to Christian a couple of days ago. You know, all those guys that played here before – like that—that's the—that's that's the stuff that fires me up, you know what I mean? Seeing those guys go have success—not only in football, but but in life, you know what I mean? Like that's important, you mm-hmm. know. Um, those guys were like, you know, th- they were my kids before I had a kid, you know. Like that's—that's that's all I knew was was helping those guys out. So it means something to me. It means it means almost everything to me, aside from my family. Um, you know, I love this place. I've always bled green. I'll, I'll keep bleeding green, and um, you know, I'm, I'm just fired up to be back.
0: Was your first year same.
2: '09? My first year as an assistant was '09. yeah.
0: So my first, I was a freshman in 09. This is more of a fun question between just me and coach. The differences in the school were really just the building, the athletic <laughs> building. In 09 to 2024, yeah, I'll let you say it because yeah, when I won one on my first tour when I came back, I was like, yeah, I'll let you go because it's,
2: it's it's night and day, man. <laughs> it's just crazy. Not, absolutely night and day. I mean, the you know the, obviously this the gym facility is is you know they've done a great job and you know appreciate the Knox family and Kevin for for what they've done but they've done a great job with the gym facility um you know our our football Mike you remember this but you know our locker room was a trailer it, it was, was a shed it was a it was shed a it was it was a FEMA trailer it was yeah. you know from from the hurricanes on cinder blocks yeah literally on cinder blocks um you know the locker room kind of i guess there were built-in lockers um you know we we found boat carpet to put on the floors and um you know the coach's office was it was probably the size of my bathroom in my house now um you know we we just uh it's come a really, really long the way. The weight room, know.
0: to my memory, didn't even have air conditioning. We just had giant fans. Yeah,
2: big. We're, we're not lockers. talking about like 1985. We're talking yeah. about 2009. Yep, there were lockers in the weight room. Carpet floor. No, no air conditioning. Yeah, the big fans on the yeah, you're right on the wall. Giant fans, fans and that would blow. It was wait, crazy, wait. Are y'all man. talking about the portable?
1: No. no, no, no. Well, the portable, yeah, that was the locker room. Because I, I spent two years in that portable now. Yeah, yeah bringing in the black mold, huh? Mm-hmm. You get that? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. yeah. <laughs> that, Yeah, that was horrible. Yeah. I had to do that my freshman year. Every time, yeah. like, they they used to make freshmen, like, clean the. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't want to. Yep. I don't want to get Yeah.
2: Carpets.
1: Yeah, I hated that, dog. Yeah. Because it, it would it never came up. Coach Lou's carpet fresh.
2: You mm-hmm. just throw the carpet fresh down and vacuum God. all that up. and that Yeah. I can still smell it. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Uh, no, it's 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 night and day, man. It's it's beautiful here now. I mean, our the facilities are great. The you know, just the the resources of having a meeting room and a weight room, you can get the whole team in there and not feel like you're on top of each other. Yeah. I mean, I used to tell people all the time the weight room, the walls were sweating in the weight room, like literally wet. wet. That's crazy. It was wild, wild.
0: Yeah. And uh, No. Yeah. So. so I had a kid who. I don't even know who he was, but he was like, "Oh, um, like the school's trash."
1: We'll I was like, that. "I don't know,
0: just something like freshman last year," and I was like, "Don't ever say that." Like, this is like one of the most yeah. beautiful facilities I've ever seen in my life. And yeah, then the new boy. admin building. Yep. There, that Bellini Center looks ridiculous. Yep. I mean, the, the way TC's and I always try to tell my friends who haven't come back, and I'm not, I'm not here promoting the school. I'm, I'm just genuinely like, whoa. Yeah. Look at everything that's happening, and it's just
2: just amazing. It's night and day. It's night and day. I mean, it, it's a polar opposite of what it was and it's still weird to me that Crusader Hall isn't over there anymore. And you know, that, yeah. that I've been building. Um, but it's all, I mean, it's awesome. Everything that that's been done is incredible. Um, you know, obviously our, our students are benefiting from it. So that's huge. Yeah. So something that I don't, I'm assuming, I think we
0: already said it, but so you didn't just coach here, you were a head coach here. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to go into crazy detail, but just some differences that you think you're going to go this time around compared to first time around. Uh, just because I think it's pretty unique to have the same head position. Just you got a 10 year learning curve. Mm-hmm. So just some differences where you think not that if you could talk to your younger self, just I think I just think it's cool <laughs> that you get 10 years to, to actually come back and you know, then work on it again. Yeah.
2: It, if I could talk to my younger self, there's a lot of things I'd say, um, you know, not even involved in coaching, but um, <laughs> <Not that. laughs> more so not involved in coaching. <laughs> um, you know, when I when I got promoted from assistant to head coach the first time, uh, I was 25 years old. That's young. Young. Very young. And it's one of those things where, you know, I think everybody in their mid-20s thinks they know everything and, you know, you always have a plan. I felt like I had a really good plan, you know, and, and I'm appreciative of Principal Reedy at the time who... Gave me the opportunity you know. I presented them kind of with my program and the things I would do differently from, you know, coach Enriquez and, and stuff. And it wasn't much, you know, obviously he's the guy I learned the most under, Um, but I didn't know what I didn't know, you know? Um And you, you try and learn, right. You go to clinics to learn, you go hang out at, you know, some division one programs with coaches that, you know, you're trying to learn this and, you know, little things here and there football wise and organization wise, but it's different when you, um I don't want to say, you know, leave and, and, and go experience something else. But when you get out of the echo chamber a little bit of this is what I've known professionally, you know, yeah. like I said, I was here for nine years. So you were you know, an assistant
0: like, when you were how old? 20,
2: 20. I started right when I turned 22. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So four seasons as an assistant and then five as five as a head coach immediately after. Um, so really, you know, aside from helping out at a place when I got done playing in college, you know, this was the only place I would known, you know, um, and, you know, you, you kind of get stuck in that routine, you kind of get stuck in those ways, and you get stuck with the same people, well, not stuck, I shouldn't say stuck, it's a bad word, but when you're around the same people, you don't, you're not growing as much, right, as as a coach, as a person, you know, as a professional, um, you know, so to to kind of branch out a little bit, uh, obviously, I, at the time, I didn't know it would take me full circle, you know, I had I had goals at the time of being a Division one football coach, and, um, you know, eventually being a coordinator and doing all that stuff, and, you know, you branch out, um, and you you know, you kinda of take a leap of faith, but learned a ton, man. Six seasons, um, various levels and, and being a division one level and just learning a bunch of different things to bring back here that now I can pour into the guys and pour into the players. Um, help them better prepare for the division one life, right? Like you're mm-hmm. about to experience it. You know what I mean? So hey, it's about to be different now. Hey, hey, so yo, we're hey, talking hey. before we hit record and it's hey, about I, to be different. I can't wait for it. Man. I have yeah. a question
0: for it. So don't talk about it yet. No, it's fine. <laughs> hey. But yeah, I mean,
2: it's just, it's, you're learning different ways of doing things. Right. And and like I said, you're out of that echo chamber, you're out of that. Um, not really growing professionally a little bit. And then, you know, you come back here and it's just something you can pour into. You got new ideas, got a new way of doing things, got a new way of structuring things. Like that's what I'm excited about is now it's kind of a different way to do it, you know, with different people and different players and, you know, and, and, and teaching our guys how to be young men, be ready to go for college ball. Yeah.
1: It was, uh, all right. So when I, when, when I play, like I play, I, I obviously look up to Chris Jones and Aaron Donald no. as D-line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I look up to those guys as D-line, uh, as a coach, do you have, like, coaches that you look up to? Yeah. Uh, mentors. Uh, mentors or, like, models? Yeah. Models you, um,
2: know you know, there's been a couple that, that I've been blessed to work under. Um, you know, Coach Collins, uh, Jeff Collins, who's at Georgia Tech. You know, I, I I owe that man everything. Gave me a shot to be in Division One football. You know, I learned a lot from him just from a program organization standpoint. Coach Key, who's the head coach there now, spent a ton of time with him you know, eight hours a day, we'd be talking about protections and run games and, and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, you know, obviously coach key worked for coach Saban, um, and, and George O'Leary, who was head coach at UCF and Georgia Tech for a while. Um, so learning from him, I mean, he kind of took me under his wing a little bit and, and teaching me some of that stuff too. You know what I mean? Um, I, you know, coach choice to choice is a running back coach to Texas. Now, um, you know, that's, that's my guy, man. We were together for two years and, um, I learned a lot from him just from the recruiting side of things and obviously running back development, you know. Um, you know, I can go older, you know. I I always had admiration for uh, Bobby Bowden, you know, the way he ran his program and um, you know, trusted his people to do his thing and you know go about it. And, was that
0: the FSU uh, coach.
2: Yeah, that was, yeah, that was one I think one of their first championship. for yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one in they won in 93 and 99, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um you know, and then Coach Winky, Chris Winky, who was, who was one of his quarterbacks. You know, I was with, with Coach, um, you know, for a little while, Georgia Tech too, and he's he's been huge for me from a development standpoint, scheme wise, but also um, just player management, player treatment, you know, that kind of stuff. So uh, there's a lot of guys in there. You know, you, you, the easy answer is to say Coach Saban. You know, um, yeah. because he's he's the gold standard when it comes to college football coaches, and Coach Belichick in the he, NFL, obviously. Yeah. Um, but to me, it's more personal. I care more about the guys that personally mentored me, and luckily, I've been around guys who've been around those guys, you know. Yeah. So, um, you, you get a feel for what it, what it's really supposed to look like. It's
0: all about the coaching tree, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually crazy because my dad's just watched football, obviously, another 40 years, and I'll be like, Oh, this coach is great. And He'll be like, Oh, well, he came from him who came from him who came who goes, goes to Parcells, yeah, goes mean, to Bill you, you Walsh, be, yeah, you'd be surprised, he goes, like, goes, like, goes to Paul Brown, yeah. he goes, and he's like, He'll be like, Oh, yeah, he'll. he'll I'd add for that. he name every single tr- – the whole tree. tree.
1: Andy Reid, Jim, John Harbaugh, like all those coaches cut from the same cloth. Yeah. Yeah. Just it's crazy. Yeah. Of offense. I mean,
2: and a lot of it, you know, personally for me, like, Parcells was – you know it's the tuna man he's yeah that's my dad's (laughs) yeah that's what when i was was a little kid that's that's who was those are the giants i remember you know phil sims and lawrence taylor and dave maggot and gary reasons and i'm throwing names around the giants nobody cares about but like you think about parcells right like it's well, everybody cares about Lawrence Taylor. You should. Yes.
1: Um, Best and defense player ever. Yeah. Right.
2: So it's yeah. all. But Belichick's Parcel, you know, I yeah. mean, that's Parcell's no, yeah. tree. So talking about that. We you know, thought it was, so.
0: me and my dad would always talk about how when it was Parcells versus Tom Coffin. My dad goes, oh, Tom Coffin can beat him. Well, no, at that time, no one could. Right. He's like, because they came from, he always says, the tree, the tree. Yeah. He's like, oh, because yeah. they come from the same thing. Sure. They believe in the same thing, which is like, you can scheme it up all you want, but my offensive line's going to, Hit yep. you right in the mouth, and then Brandon Jacobs is going to hit your fullback, and then it's going to just. Yeah, I don't want to talk to the Giants, but oh, okay. yeah, no, <laughs> it's okay. Is there something because I actually just wrote this down? Is there something at the collegiate level when you first joined it that, and I know there was probably a lot. I'm talking about the mm-hmm. biggest one that surprised you, where you're like, oh, I didn't expect that.
2: Um, the detail. Um, you know, everybody talks. You about hear the detail. about detail. You hear like, exactly. Everybody talks about it. You know um, you know, people, you know, you gotta be detailed. You gotta be detailed until you're in it and doing it. I don't know that people realize what that detail really is. You know, um, you know, it's down to the, you know, X, we were talking like every minute of your day is going to be planned out. Right. Um, literally every minute. Right. Um, you know, but so from that level, from an organizational level structure, and then we talking about scheme, I mean, hand placement, you're talking about eye discipline, you're talking about, you know, and everything that has, it fits in. I think the details, the first thing that's, that struck out to me, and I don't even say it was a surprise. It was just different. You know, yeah. it was just on a different level. Um, so that was, that was probably the biggest thing, you know, um, you know, the other thing too, is the, is the, um, uh, you know, when you get to the division one level, you don't really realize what a passionate fan really is until you're the guy that they're yelling at all the time. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's, it, you know, you, you get it in high school, right? You get it, you get it all the time with, you know, high school, you can hear them because they're right behind you. Yeah. Um, but you know, when you got all these message boards flying around and you got all this other stuff, like just the social
1: media, the social
2: media, right? Everybody's got a voice, right? So like the, just the passion of the fan base and, and understanding that there's a lot of people who give a lot of money to these universities that, you know, really, really, Care about what happens. um and I don't know that that's something that you realize until you're really in it, you know, and, and, and really experience it. Mm. So, talking about so, college football,
0: yeah, and it trickling down to high school,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. High, high school football, college football. How? What are your thoughts on the transfer portal? um
2: I I think there's good to it. I think there's a lot of bad to it. There's um, there's more bad than good. Yeah. I, I don't know that it's necessarily more bad. I just think the bad gets publicized more than it does, more than the good does. Like well, anything well, else, right? Like, yeah. You, there's things you hear, happening. You hear more lies than truths. So. No doubt. You hear more lies than truths. And there's, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening in the world now that you hear about because social media that, it's, is it happening more than it used to? I don't know, but you're hearing about it more, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of equate the portal to that and that, um, you know, th- there's bad things to it. And you hear more about the bad and the negative um, than than the good, right? Um, I think that the the portal is necessary. I think that, that the ability for guys to be able to transfer, um, if if they're in bad situations, is necessary because that's that's the truth
1: for a lot of guys. Because there is um, some truly is there there truly is some bad situations. No question. But like it, it'll just get publicized. Oh, he was running from the work. Right. Or he just didn't want to be coached into this. Like. Right. It'll always get it always be yeah and and ob- the
2: obviously the fans of those programs where guys are leaving mm-hmm. um you know that's uh, right away that's where it's going to go to right? right he was lazy he was well that's not the case for for everybody yeah. you know um the other realization about the portal that people don't have is that a lot of times guys get kind of invited to go into the portal from for certain situations right so um you know whether that's good or bad i don't know you know um but i i think there's there's definitely positives to it i think it's overused I think the, the, what winds up happening is guys get lied to a lot about what they should be doing. Um, you know, you should be playing. Why aren't you playing? Your coaches are dumb, you know, that kind of stuff. And, uh, there is a degree of guys having the wrong people in their ear, you know, instead of just, you know, putting their head down and and freaking going to work until they get their opportunity. You know what I mean? Um, so there is a level of, of that too. You know what I mean? So it's good and bad. I think it's gotta be regulated more. Right. I think, I think the, um, I think the recruiting calendar to some degree needs to change, um, you know, in regards to the portal and high school recruiting. So that way, because high school guys are kind of getting the short end of the stick now when it comes to to some of that stuff, you know, with, with what's happening with the portal. So um, I think the NCAA has got to figure out a way to, to rework that. You know, mm-hmm. that's just my honest opinion. Um,
0: I was listening to, and I don't, I'm not saying he's an expert, but in a way he's just in it is Deion Sanders. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Oh, well, But these high school kids don't know unless unless you're an Xavier Porter who is an immense talent, the new D1 is D2. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And I don't know if that's true. I want to see where he's like, because if you're a D1 coach, why wouldn't you just go to D2 or like a lower D1 school, get a 22 year old instead of taking a risk on an 18 year old? Well, and, and I that's don't know just, if that's true. It's just what he was talking
2: about. I, I think there is some level of truth to that. You know, um, I, could, I could get in the weeds on this, but, you know, you, you talk about, I'll use the program down the street as a perfect example, right? Like Coach Golish has done an amazing job at USF in a year, mm-hmm. right? Yes. But now all of a sudden, right, you got guys that, you know, they might be there for two years. Well, now there's somebody that's throwing some money around, let's be honest, right? Uh, you know, that's a bigger school that all of a sudden now, does USF become a developmental program for – yeah. you know, X power five school, right? Whatever it is, um, you know, you, you that's the part of college football that you don't want to see it go to that, right? You've got these one AA schools that kids are transferring. Out. And from the kid's standpoint, yeah, they're getting into a much better situation, right? I mean, it, it, let's face it, the better resources, better exposure, right? All that kind of stuff. I mean, all that plays into it, but that's where I think there's got to be some level of of regulation to it. And you don't want to see those programs suffer, right? Yeah. You don't want to see the USFs of the world suffer. You don't want to see the, um, you know, whatever, one double A school that, you know, is, is putting guys out, you know, and, and doing a good job. You don't want to see those guys go down the tubes.
0: I mean, I am I went to FAU mm-hmm. and just talk about basketball for one second. We went to the Final Four last year, and I thought, okay, either we're losing everyone to the NBA, or everyone's just going to transfer to, like, Duke. Now, they all stayed, but I was like, oh, that's bizarre mm-hmm. that they all stayed, mm-hmm. and they must be, something must be going on down there. where. You know, but yeah, no, all of a sudden FAU football work. Unless we get into a power five, which now even power five doesn't make a whole lot. Of, I'm not trying to insult the ACC, but now I won't even go there, but now it's.
1: Don't let them do it, man. I'm not because we have four teams ranked in the top. <laughs> I agree with you. Including us. Yep. I agree
0: with you. Not fact. I won't even go there. Yes. I agree, I agree with, you. with you. Um, What do you think? Because it's coming whether, and I don't want it to come. Mm-hmm nil coming to florida high school students
1: yep i heard about that earlier lord because georgia
0: for example it's legal yep i feel like that's a whole it's a whole nother part of this job now that isn't even we're not even talking about coaching anymore we're talking it's just a whole crazy thing well
2: i think it's inevitable and it's it's inevitable that it's going to wind up everywhere until the NCAA gets a hold of it, right? Until college football gets a hold I'm of. I'm talking about high school. Oh, I know. Yeah. No, I know. And um, until college football gets a hold of the cap and and that kind of stuff, yeah. how all that works, regulating how high school guys are going to get their NIL, bumping up, and all that kind of stuff. There's a level of management there that really needs to be explored and studied on what are the right ways to do this. I mean, because. Ultimately, like anything else, right, things change, things grow, people are going to resist things early on, there's probably positives to that too. Um, But you have to, you've got to find a way to get ahead of it and and manage it. And to me, the biggest piece, uh, it's no different now than, than recruiting is, is education, right? It's educating kids, like, there's a lot of guys right now that are getting into college football that have no idea that their NIL money is about to get taxed. Yeah, It's income. Right, I mean, so they they don't know how that's going to look, how that's going to affect their you know tax credit score, you know all of that kind of stuff. That you know these guys are like, they have no clue. They're, they just see, oh man, X school is going to pay me. I keep saying X school. I'm not talking about you, but you know no, whatever school is going to pay me two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and that's yeah. you know whatever. Well, okay, but you know how much of that? Are you really going to see number one, number two? What does it
1: say? Let's say you get hurt. Now, what happens? And that right? and, and that's why then like look at schools. I didn't ask what you were gonna pay me because whatever you whatever you offer me ain't gonna be there. Like all of it's not gonna be there. Right. So like, because if you factor in all taxes, income, credit scores, you factor in all that stuff. That that 150, 250, maybe five hundred k, not gonna be there. And at the end of the so, day, and 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 it in, in messes with your mind too. It it really gets in the way of why you're really here. You're not really here for money. That's really just like that's really just like a. It's like a gift. Yeah. You're really here to play football if, and go to the next level. Yeah. Unless that's not your, what, what you're really here for. That's I'm, why we're friends, Zachs. <laughs> that's why you're here. No,
0: you got the right perspective on it, right? Yeah. Like
2: at the end of the day, I mean, first of all, they can promise you all they want. There's no contract. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. There's no contract. There's, you're no, not, contract you're there's signing. no contract. There's no contract. Yeah. You're not signing anything with the school. You might sign something with whatever... Car dealership is providing that money, but the the school has the school, uh, the, school the school ain't paying. The school <laughs> has nothing to do with nil. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Which is which is crazy. People don't realize that. I mean, you look now. Like I thought for, it was
0: money came in and then the school redistributed. Nah, no, so like, nah, so nah, it's some, a, some
1: schools have some things called cost of attendance. I think. Yeah, it co- well,
2: cost of attendance that's always been around, but now they're yeah. trying to they're trying to bump that up. Right? Cost yeah. of attendance. That's what people don't realize either. Like athletes got cost of attendance forever. I mean, that's not a new thing.
1: It's right? never been right? new. Yeah, <laughs> now
2: they're 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 making it more. Lucrative for, for people. I get that. Yeah. But, like, you know, the money's coming through to collectives and those collectives, right? Are, it's not the school. It can't be the school. They're not yeah. legally allowed to to do that, right? Yeah. So, um, now, I mean, however, the businesses that are donating money deal with that from a contract standpoint, you know, that's each school is different. And that's kind of my point. Like, there's no regulation to it. So, to tie it back to what you're asking before, Michael, like about the high school stuff, like, we've got to be really, really smart about getting the right people in front of guys that could potentially be NIL guys. Yeah. In high school and educate them, you know, and, and it's got to be somebody smarter than me, you know, because and, and I'm more than willing to bring people in to talk about it. You know, lawyers and whoever else can actually read through some of this jargon and, yeah. you know, and get it right. But there's there's going to have to be a level of management and education that make sure that it's the right. It, it's got to be the right thing.
1: It's just it's, crazy yeah. to
0: throw on someone who, you know, with social media, that's like a 14 year old could be getting these. Deals, we was talk. Team. We was talking about that like right. the episode
1: we had TJ and Terry on. This like it's just crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about.
0: It's just crazy. I don't want to go too much into it because I think we could potentially talk about it for like an We hour. could talk yeah. about Last it. Last podcast we went really into a rabbit hole with <laughs> yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to jump back. So we're talking about college. Uh, your most recent position was at IMG National,
2: mm-hmm.
0: IMG Academy, the national team. Something because you, you know what was surprised you about college was the detail. Is there something you learned at IMG? that not surprise you, but you plan on bringing here or something in their culture that you liked?
2: Yeah, I think, um, you know, th- there's a lot of, there's a lot of misconceptions. There's a lot of perceptions out there about IMG that, that really aren't accurate. Um, I think people are a little more educated now than they were when it first came about. The biggest thing to me about um, IMG is that, you know, there's a lot of resources down there. I, I understand that, but it's the fact that you can take a division one model and put it in high school football. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, just from a, you know, to me the most important resource is time and space. Right. So now space check, right. We got, we got, you know, beautiful facility we just talked about a little while ago. Um, and then the ability to structure your time efficiently. Um, that's probably the thing that I learned, you know, IMG guys, you know, they're, they're full-time students. That's one of the misconceptions that they take online classes and all also sort of stuff. Now they're full-time students. They're going to class, same amount of time that a normal high school student is going to class. You know, it's, it's structured different. They go in the afternoon. doesn't make any difference. It's just a yeah. matter of when you do it. Um, it, it's how you efficiently are able to structure your time um to, to get guys to develop properly but also have them prepared for the next level right um you know how you run your meetings you're, you're going to have 35 40 minute meetings and do it efficiently right you're going to be on the field for two hours well how do you break up that two hours to make sure you're getting as much work in as you possibly can um you know but without science would with scientifically making sure that our guys are are in a good spot um you know how you structure your off season your strength and conditioning um, you know, all of that stuff goes into it. And, and I think my two years, my two seasons that I spent there can, can prove that, or have proven to me that you can do those things at the high school level. Um, you know, and, and it's also been an education piece from that standpoint too, right? There's a lot of things that I learned just from off season structure, um, as it relates to the high school calendar, as opposed to, to college, right? Where that's what you're expect what's expected of you, um, you know, that you can take here and, and put into place with, with the right people and the right manpower. Um, and it's just finding the, the, the right people to do that, um, you know, to to make it worth it here, you know. And we're gonna do that. You know, that's 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 the big part of my plan is to make sure that our guys, when they leave here, they're ready to step into division one football and that structure that we're talking about is not brand new tool. Right. It's they 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 basically are you're gonna stay on that same routine, right? And uh and keep rolling. Um and, and that that's probably the the biggest thing that I learned there, you know. Yeah. Uh, from a culture standpoint, you know our—I thought our head coach for the national team, Billy Miller—I thought he did a phenomenal job. Um, you know of understanding the other misconception, of ing, especially with the national team, is that you know it's just a collection of talent. They go out and they out, talent, everybody. No, um,
1: <laughs> no. Yeah. I can tell. I can t- tell you right now that's yeah. not. That's what I did. thought. No, no, because you you see you see them in close games. They you see they actually have structure, discipline. And they actually know football down there.
2: Yeah, and that, and that, I will say that probably um, at times it was the talent part, but sometimes know, but, it is. Yeah, yeah. But but Coach Miller Billy's done a, a, an outstanding job of. His goal was to get guys in that can teach guys situational football, right? Understand exactly, you know, those types of situations. Buy into a culture piece, um, and, and I'll be I'll be quite honest with you. This past season. Like, he did a good job of weeding guys out that didn't fit in, right? He didn't care if they're a four- or five-star guy. It didn't matter to him, right? If you didn't fit in, you know, yeah. you don't have to be here, right? This one of those deals. Our team culture this past season was better than any team culture I've probably been around except for maybe one or two of the teams that we had here at TC that were just super close. Right. Um, I mean, it was, it was unbelievable. Guys loved each other. They cared about each other. They were blocking downfield for each other. You watched our receivers transition and block. It was, it was special to watch, you know? Um, And and then like you actually just said it, like the guys understood football, like they understood those situations. They understood, you know, being, you talked about, we we had two close games this year that we would not have won if we didn't have the structure and the discipline that we did, you know, to be able to, to finish those games out and do what we had to do. Right. So, um, you know, you, you can build a culture anywhere if you do it right, you know? Um, and and so that was, you know, going into it, I was, I'll be honest, I was a little nervous about that part, you know, like I, I, I had no issues going in and coaching that caliber of player, but it was, well, what's the culture going to be like here? And I, I believed in coach Miller when I had a chance to meet with him and I thought he did a great job down there. And, you know, a lot of the stuff that I learned came from him personally, you know, so it's awesome
0: and down there. I know you were the offensive coordinator. Were you also quarterbacks or just yep. offensive? So quarterbacks, Coach offensive quarterbacks. coordinator. Yep. Okay. And I mean, this I just making this up on the spot for here. Do you, We can always cut this out. Do you plan on bringing in a different offensive coordinator or are you going to be like the main offensive
2: coordinator? Uh, right now, the way I have it planned is um, I'll probably be the OC uh, for the first year. Um, I, I'd like to kind of get this thing off the ground and, um, you know, make sure that I know for sure that it's going to be taught the right way, the way I want it to be taught that way. Right. Cause otherwise I'm just, um, it's me, right. I'm just holding myself accountable. Yeah. Um, you know, ultimately I would like for somebody to eventually kind of take that over, you know, the big thing for me, I want to be able to develop coaches as well. Um, you know, and, and teach them what I've had the, what I've been blessed to learn here in the last six years and, you know, get some younger guys in here that are going to have some some little vigor to them, and yeah. you know, um, and and want want the responsibility of doing that because it's it's one of the bigger responsibilities, obviously, in the program. So, um, I'll probably do it for the first year. Um, I will have somebody that'll coach quarterbacks, you know, um, just so I'm not you know kind of tied up with the indie stuff. I also want somebody who's probably better than me at actually that part of it, um, you know, who, who's an expert. And you know, the biggest thing, kind of getting off topic, but you know, finding a staff that's experts at what they do. Right. Um and, and go be an expert at actually coaching your position and then we'll be collaborative together to put a game plan together to go go beat who we gotta beat.
0: Okay. Um you mentioned Bill Belichick earlier like once, but I hear on repeat from that guy for twenty five years, do your job, do your job. I'm not looking for like one slogan, but do you have like an overall cause obviously Bill Belichick has like a thousand different strategies or sure. plans but his overalls do your job do a lot of coaches have something like that do you have something like that like an overall one where it's like or i don't know why i even wrote that one down but i was just curious
2: yeah i i think i think most coaches have more than one um you know there's there's certain phrases here and there you know Uh, whenever you're going through something and teach something like those little hit points, just make your bullet pointing. Right. It's no different than you're putting a PowerPoint presentation together. You're not going to put a whole paragraph on there. You got bullet points. I think most coaches have multiple. Yeah. Um, you know, Belichick's do your job was just kind of came to be, you know, like media took that one. Yeah. The media took it and ran with it. And then it became, you know, the documentary and that kind of stuff. And, um, I I would say the one that the biggest one to me, and, and it's something that I really believe in is, um, so what now what? And what that means is it's really that next play mentality right. Yeah. Um, and to me that's applicable in life. It's there are things that are going to happen in life. There are things that are gonna happen in a football game in practice um, over the course of, of your career where it's either unexpected or it's really, really positive or it's really, really negative. Yeah. Well mm-hmm. the reality is that life goes on. Yeah. it doesn't matter what happens, right? football game goes on, right? You fumble the football, right? Yeah. It's bad. You're probably going to get ripped by your coach, you know, whatever. But now what are you going to do the next time you have the ball in your hands? Right. Um, we hit an explosive play for a touchdown. Cool. So what now, what, what do we got to keep playing football? You know what I mean? You still got however much time left in the game until, until the clock hits zero And, and life's the same way. You know, you, you get in a car accident. Well, so what now? What's the next step? You know what I mean? Um, something really good happens and you get a, get a dream job and hit, all right, well, you got the dream job. So now what are you going to do? You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's that next play mentality, you know, and it was something I've always used with quarterbacks, but it's, to me, it, it applies to everybody, you yeah. know, it applies to, it applies to everybody in life. I was know? just about to say
0: everyone in life too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So
2: that, that would be the one that, that I kind of hang my hat on. A little okay.
0: Bit.
1: So you've played uh Jesuit as a head coach before. Is do you think that's the number one rivalry like in Florida? Yeah, I, yes. <laughs> yeah,
0: actually, I, though, because you've been around the block now. Yeah, um, no,
2: I. Because I, that's what I, I think. There's not one that stands out to me that uh, I, I'm not sure how many even come close.
1: I'm not gonna lie, I can't, I can't really think. I think I he I beat know. the streak. next yeah. year. We, yeah. we 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 did we yeah. did he we did the <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, it's, it it's was month month not month it was not about. as easy as it looked. Yeah. Oh, oh, I know. But um I, other than like other than TC and Jesuit, I could think of like Palmetto and Manatee, but that's not as that's not long. Not that's up. not as long and like I, I
0: can't even think of someone in Miami, but like maybe there is.
1: Not even Miami Miami Central or Chamonix. Like they just played each other well, this that's past like a, season. That's like a, a matchup. Yeah. Yeah, that's a matchup, like a rivalry though. I can't really think of one.
2: I mean, I think you you get like Northwestern and Central, I think has been a rivalry for That a long that time. that that one. Um, the, you know, there's one in Orlando that was, you know, Bishop Moore and Edgewater for a long time was a rivalry, but that kind of died off. You know, yeah. I mean, there's um I, I don't know. I I you know, been around the recruiting side of things on the college side and I I don't know if there's any one that matches this, you know? I don't, And the difference yeah. is the difference with TC Jesuit is there's so much not only like school crossover, but family crossover. Oh God! You know you know
1: you know how many people I have met that like go to Jesuit. I, yeah. w- I work at Lids, and there's there's so many people that walk in with Jesuit gear, TC gear. I'm yeah. like, like, where did y'all come I from? Mean, I
2: can you know I can remember even teaching here, being a teacher here. You know, you're teaching somebody's you know a, a girl's in your class whose brother goes to Jesuit and then it's yeah. just like there's just so much family crossover and it's so weird. and ties i, I don't th- that's where i think it's different that's where i think that rivalry gets elevated it's not just a school against a school i mean it's literally family against family, mm-hmm. against family. it's you a know whole I mean? community thing. yeah yes
0: yeah. it's shocked. so this is what shocked me so when i was a student here it was like yeah i want to beat them and then as i get a little older i'm like no i really like beating them <laughs> and then i watch the really older people especially the baseball community who are winning all those state championships in the 70s i mean they're like 60 70 years old they it yeah. i know hatred's the wrong word but like it's so much it's
1: passion pack we'll use passions passion passion.
0: against each other and i'm yeah. like and then i remember this was crazy we made uh we made lewis carter last year park near the softball field Remember we made everyone park near the softball field because mm-hmm. we needed more spots for like alumni to have tailgates. Yeah. And um, I was driving him back in my golf cart, and I was like, "Great job!" And he goes, "Bro, I didn't realize how many people cared about this." Yeah. Because then after the game, people rushed the field, and the sure. alumni were like hugging him, and it was like, and I was like, "Oh, Louis, like Lou, you have no idea how many people cared about this." Like mm-hmm. my whole fam, my whole group chat's like that can go to Thanksgiving dinner now. Because at Thanksgiving, I go to, I mean, this family called the Moonies, and there's like mm-hmm. 10 of them, and all the boys went to judgment. I went to Thanksgiving, and I was like, ha-ha. Like, yeah. you know, it's just, it's crazy. Then how we, much then,
1: people then, then we got smacked this past year. No, no. no.
0: Your defense got smacked. Oh, wait, you're on defense.
1: Yeah.
0: We scored 28 points. We
1: scored 35. 35? And we oh, and we gave up 66. We didn't stop them once. Mm.
0: Yeah, that was crazy. Let's we'll not talk about that.
1: Um <laughs> Despicable. Yes.
0: We'll work on that one. We'll work on that. That's why we brought him in. That's why he's here. That's, that's why, he's here. why he's here.
1: That's why he's here.
0: Uh just for any kid who's listening, uh expectations, not winning or losing, but expectations for the spring, working out,
2: yeah. spring ball, uh be there. Um, that's 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 step 1. Um yeah, I mean, it, you know, I had, we had our player meeting the other day. Um, you know, obviously, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be different. I told the guys this might be the hardest thing that they've they've done to this point in their lives. Um, you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna get after it. I mean, it's gonna be you know, I want I want guys there. I want guys there on time. They know what the standard is of of what I mean by on time. Um, you know, and I want guys to give full effort. Outside of that, I can work with anything else. You know, be there, be present, uh, understand the effort, understand that you're gonna get coached hard. Um, you know, and and at the end of the day, it's all gonna be worth it. You're gonna see the results from it. Um, you're gonna see the results from it the minute you put a helmet and shoulder pads on and you're gonna feel different, right? Um and and be uh committed to the process, be committed to the programming that's that's put in place for you. Um, understand that it's for the best for you. Um, you know, coach myself might get a little little crazy here and there just to make sure that that it's done right, but we're gonna we're gonna get it right, um, you know, and and really be committed to putting the effort in. Your level of effort is your level of care. So the, how much care you have for the program, how much care you have for your teammates, how much care you have for getting yourself better individually, uh, your level of effort proves that. It's not about how much you talk about it. It's not about how much you tweet about it. It's not about all this stuff that's out there. It's it's the level of effort that you put in on a day in and day out basis.
0: All right. I think that's great. We have fun questions, okay. if that's okay. I yes. Mean, every time he talks, I get riled up. Like, was like, do <laughs> no, let's go. But you have, you have time, right? Yeah, let's go. Okay, we got fun questions. Uh, this is what we always do this at the end. I started this with a fun question just because I, I hate that he picks Chris Jones. but You can hate it all you want. I got I two guys who agree with me. I know. All right. Favorite NFL team. Not I know it's the Giants. Yep. But favorite NFL team that's won a championship. Mine's a 2007. Giants. I love them.
1: Oh, ooh, you're getting specific. Ooh, yes, ooh, yes. Ooh, 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 An
0: exact team that you fell in love with. Something about Michael Strahan and Eli that year, I just, I love them. I
3: didn't. I can watch
0: America's game
3: every day. I didn't fall in love with that team, but I think that was my favorite Giants. Okay. Just because it was a miracle. The, undefeated Patriots. the Packers and the Cowboys? Yeah, like that run was like, it was like impeccable football being played. Like it was beautiful. Thank you, Gary. <laughs> X
1: what's your favorite I'm team not going to I'm not going to go I'm not going to go off by the year they had but that performance from the Baltimore Ravens in 2013 was crazy the one they won the super Bowl? when they won the Super Bowl against the, against the 49 why can't that be your favorite team I mean that's the, that, that's the that's my favorite yeah. team that won okay. the Super Bowl but like that that performance that year was crazy I knew Ray Lewis and everything Ray Lewis, Joe Flacco, Jacoby Jones was going crazy I was like what all
0: right and you're not a Ravens fan.
1: No, nah, I'm a Bucks fan.
0: Why would you pick the Bucks and the Tom Brady?
1: That wasn't my favorite year. That,
0: that wasn't that's my favorite That's fine.
1: Team. That's why I asked you a like, question. Like, that, like, you, you don't remember
2: the first one, do you? That first one. No. So you weren't I born in I wasn't born I was, I was, that, that first one was
1: I'm, I'm a 05 baby, so I don't remember. Yeah, no, you don't remember that. Right. That game but, was insane. Okay. Was two, 2013 Ravens, that's my favorite. one. Okay. Yeah.
2: I Man, that, that 07 Giants team was something else. I, I vividly remember that game because of... Uh, I was in college and I was watching it with a Patriots fan who was a friend of mine. And it was fantastic. amazing to just rub it in her face and she literally cried. I mean, she <laughs> was oh I mean, wow. It was fun. Oh yeah, it was bad. Uh, I, I got it. I you know, you brought up the Ravens and it kinda of sparked something, but the two thousand Ravens to me were that team was un, unreal. And and it's you know, you got Trent Dilfer, whatever. You got Jamal Lewis running for 2,000 yards. Ray Lewis, obviously, that defense was one of the best defenses I've ever seen. That defense was ridiculous. Um, but I have to say, my favorite one has got to be those those Giants. I, I'm in line with you. Yeah. And I and I saw the Scott Norwood miss, you know, like in 1990. Yeah, I was nice. a baby. Well, yeah. I was three or four, or whatever. Um, you know, that's the, that, I can honestly say that's the first football game I remember watching. Um, like just a core memory deal. But. Um. Yeah, that '07 Giants, just like you said, it's pretty football, man. it's fun to watch.
0: This is obvious, but if you you know, dream job would be NFL team to coach would be the.
2: <laughs> just the Giants. The
0: Giants. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that's, that's the Giants. I uh, mean, did you?
1: He did a. He, I, I would love to coach in the NFL. I know. I'm just saying, like Bucks or Ravens. Bucks or Ravens. No, I would. I would want to coach for the uh, for the Rams, the Sean McVay route. I love I love how I love how him Kyle Sandy running run the offense for some reason. I'm not oh, talking right. about coaching four i I'm talking about you're the head coach. Yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm a coach. You're gonna do that. He's gonna do that. I'm gonna do, do, use LA. that style. You just, you just want to live in LA. LA. Huh? You
0: just want to
3: live in LA. No, I don't.
1: It's <laughs> expensive, man. That's, <laughs> That's not it. I, I
2: agree with you about the
1: offense though. I love I love yeah. how they run the offense, yeah, but they can't stuff. throw the ball. They can't like it's 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 when Ain't you put them in drop back passes, it's wishes they fold. I want to figure out how to crack that code. So that's not how that's not how their offense is built. Yeah, it's 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 wild.
2: It's we talking zone about? We're talking
1: about how Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan run their offices. They they, they are anyway, basically. If we, I'll get too, too, <laughs> too much nah, of the football. I'll get too much of the football. I'm sorry. Right.
0: If you five star athlete, you are Coach Greg. What's your dream college to play for? Wait, wait! I'm the five star athlete. You're a five star athlete. What's your oh, dream college? Cannot. Money doesn't matter. What's your What's your dream college?
2: Oh, uh, <sighs> this is gonna sound off the wall, but Penn State. That's not off the wall. Yeah, to either Penn, State or, the Day. It's Penn State or Notre Dame. Penn State or Notre Dame. You know, I, I grew up, you know, New York guy. There's really not a whole lot of big time college football, at least when I was a kid. Um, you know, Penn State was the closest, and you know, I'm Italian family, so Coach Paterno and the whole thing. But um, Penn State or Notre Dame. You know Gary what would you pick
3: that's tough yours is in Miami I grew up a Keynes fan yes. okay but um yeah it's, it's I mean if we're going back to those days it's probably Keynes, but today no who I would I wouldn't. you pick today um I'd probably go like maybe Michigan
0: right now I pick Michigan yeah right now go, even though but when I was a long, kid though I' would go to USC in a harpy yeah I was name. I was obsessed with Red USC was another one that came up um, this one X won't know so when I played here briefly it was with coach Bob Enriquez mm-hmm. and it, I mean August is going to be terrible mm-hmm. and every now and again his wife will come out with ice pops do you have a role for your wife in any sort of because you just <laughs> said the next few months are going to be the most difficult part yeah. for these kids is your wife can be the good cop in these yeah. situations
2: Uh I don't know my wife's worse than me so okay I, so, I so know, no no breaks <laughs> no <laughs> <Wow. I don't laughs> There will there will definitely be breaks. Uh, yes, I do have a role for. Her. I'm not. I won't divulge that yet. But yeah, okay, she will she will be in that team mom role? She when will. That she will take. Lady care of would the come out with yeah. the
0: ice pops because yeah. that's the only person Coach Bob wasn't allowed to like yell at. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, take off the helmet, It'd be right there. These ice pops in August. Yeah, it was crazy. Never
2: had that. <laughs> Coaches didn't get any. Don't worry about it. We didn't we no. get that. Was all for the players.
1: Yeah. Never had that. That's crazy. So you coach that high school level, college level. Who's the best? athlete that you coached at the college level and tc level
0: no wait, wait no sorry two different questions my bad my fault because i want to know the best athlete you've ever coached at tc mm-hmm. and then the best college, and, and then yeah. the best athlete you've ever coached
2: uh are we talking best football player or best like freakish athlete you can do good. The, yeah. however i want my criteria yeah.
1: okay yep. cool um i know who you're gonna say first of all jameer gibbs yeah
2: yeah <laughs> it's true. It's Jameer. and and uh, don't get me wrong we had a lot of really good players there but jameer's total package man total package um at tc oh man i'm gonna offend some people uh justin motlow no he's not yes and he's my
0: friend yes. so i'm allowed to say that yes so here's why i like i hang out with justin
2: here's come why. on here's why uh, and i i said i'm gonna I'm going to – Because I played – I watched Chaz Green area. play. Yeah, yes. Chaz Green was Chaz the fastest Lois. human – He
0: was the fastest human alive, and he was like six foot whatever. He was 6'5", 300. And Chaz, old, uh,
2: listen, we had we had Christian, we had Chaz, we had TJ Harrell. Yeah, I mean, look, I, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, here's why I say Mott. Mott could do literally everything that you wanted him
0: to do. I mean, he was. He played at FSU as uh, I think a walk-on.
2: Yeah. But yes. Walk and he should have no he should have been a scholarship guy. Oh, he was push. really should have been. He was really good. So slot receiver. By the way,
0: I'm gonna make him listen to this. He's a really good football player. Really? I'm just saying
2: like... Yeah. No, you just defended him. It's okay. Justin, I got you, man. <laughs> um, so I mean, just he could do it. He could punt. He could punt return. He has an elite slot receiver. He could play quarterback if you needed him to play quarterback. You could play DB if you need him to play DB. I mean, it was just Every, I tell people all the time that Justin might be one of the toughest players that I've ever coached.
1: And went to FSU and, as a walk on. Yep. What yeah. what 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 are recruiters doing? Yeah. Well,
2: exactly. <laughs> now that's what. listen, that's the one I, I'm if I stay up at night over a guy that should have had a better opportunity it's him. Now it worked out for him. You know, I mean I obviously loved it there and, and whatever. Um, but he he's a he's a guy that should have had a whole heck of a lot more than he had. But you know, it's those college guys sometimes, man, get tied up in the wrong stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Um, not all of them a lot of them know what they're doing mm-hmm. but there's there's a few that you know is what it is but I tried to get Milo
0: to play soccer because that's yeah. how athletic he was he was like I've never played and I was like dude chill like you're so athletic yeah because remember uh Calvin Armadas yeah oh, yeah. I was just like you're 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 more athletic than Calvin who I'm friends with too yeah I was like so if he can do it you I had Zach Zach Dyer played soccer yeah. I was just like you know just go out there and yeah. it's different now now Everyone's club and back then it was just like, are you athletic? TC soccer. But yeah.
2: Anyway, to everybody else, I love you. I still love you. Uh, but yeah, Mott was Matt was a special player to watch. All
0: right, three three questions left. Three football coaches, dead or alive, you can go get dinner with. You're at a table four four you're just one table four spots. You're one of them, and then who are your three? Off the bat, just because I wrote mine down. Well, I did. I'd want Vince Lombardi, Bill Walsh, Bill Parcells. Ooh. Am I up first? Yeah. Gary, yeah. uh, you're in this if you want
3: to do coaches. Bad, bad so yeah. them, i got one up my head already.
2: Me too. So I'm going to take two of yours, Lombardi and Walsh. Okay. Um, I, you know, always admire Lombardi. Walsh to me is just one a, of the changes. Completely changed the game. Yeah. You know, um, and you know a lot of a lot of stuff that I've learned offensively has come from him. You know his tree, obviously not him. Um, hey. And I'm gonna go. You know, it sounds obvious. I'm gonna go with Coach Saban. I mean, it, you know, I've I've been around him. You know, I've had a chance to talk with him, but to actually sit down and have dinner in a less professional environment, um, you know, just to kind of see how he operates outside of football a little bit. You yeah. know, um, you know all that stuff. And and there's there's a lot of wisdom there.
1: Uh, wisdom. I'm going to be different because my dad actually knows this dude. He just got hired for the Falcons. Raheem Morris. Yeah, yeah. sure. Okay. Ray, Raheem Morris, that's one. Yeah, And uh, you got to give respect to Vince Lombardi. I mean, yeah. one of the first coaches in uh, John Madden.
0: That's a good one.
1: John Madden. So That's yeah, a good one. I, that is a good
0: one. I might Because he'd be funny. He'd make everyone, he'd everyone loosen up. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> true. That's good.
1: While still teaching football. I like that one, actually. I might change mine. I don't know who to kick out. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. He you can't. Know,
0: I might, this sounds crazy, I might kick out Parcells just because Vince Lombardi and Bill Walsh, I think they'd argue a lot about, like, how to run an offense, and then me and John Madden would just be like laughing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? About nah, facts.
3: Um, I mean, you guys all play football, right? Coach, whatever. <laughs> um... So for me, it's a bit different. I'm just a fan, really. Right. So it's for me, it's it's I'm sitting down with who I think I'm gonna have the most fun with. So I picked Dan Campbell. Okay. Good. Um, DeMarco Ryan's. Yeah. And um, Andy Reid. Okay. I, went, okay. I went new school, old school.
1: I see. This is why I hate top three because, like Dan Campbell. Hey, yeah. down uh, another, three. Do you another kick one it? built do you on go with Dan toughness. Campbell did. Ooh.
2: Down three. Did you do you kick the field goal? I think. Um, in that game, yes. Yeah. In that game, yes. But I get it.
1: I get it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Everybody was talking about him going going forward on fourth down and on that third and long to Josh Reynolds. And everyone said it was a bad call. Josh Reynolds was wide open on both those plays. One. I'm not talking about that one. No, I know, but that was just on my heart like that. Down like three,
0: that. you you're in San Fran versus you, a monster team. You take the points. You tie the game. Oh, bro. kick that.
1: Yeah, you got to kick that. It. It, 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 he, he, he let his, like... He, he, his he, own philosophy. Like, his own know. philosophy. His own philosophy got to him, but like sometimes you gotta you gotta screw in some stuff to like take the points when you need to. But you gotta
3: take the points when you're a fourteen also. Like that's a, that's, a, that's. I agree. With with that. Yeah, know. yeah. Three possessions yeah. I don't believe. Yeah, it. Yeah, because it,
1: anything can happen. It I wasn't a bad call. Just anything can happen. They yeah. scored on that next drive, and that sparked up that whole momentum. I don't hate analytics, Mike. I don't, I don't, I don't hate not I it. it's overplayed. I
0: don't hate analytics. Yeah. Sorry, I, I did just say that. I think there are certain things that you just... Yeah, statistically, this works. But where? It versus the Titans, week five, at home and away. Th- this is... You have to I, add I, human I, I nature to into this.
1: This. Well,
2: that's, I mean, it, it's taken all years and years and years of data and piled it together with no context. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. There's no
0: context. That's though. something that I think as a Who's fan, your quarterback?
3: Yeah. Something that I appreciate as a fan is, like, if I'm seeing, like, a team or a coach and they got to this position at, you know, certain playing a certain way, but sometimes they have the ability to step out of their own box and kind of observe the, the game for what it actually is, and they attack it from that perspective, and if a lot of times you, you're you successful in that in that way, then I can appreciate that more versus kind of like, well, you know, we got here 17 weeks, 18 weeks doing the same thing. Doesn't matter if we never yep. play this team this season at all. We're going to go for it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, dude, like, you got to basically read the room. Yeah. Can I
0: give a, an example outside of football? where's baseball and the Rays versus the Dodgers in the World Series, game six. Mm-hmm. Blake Snell's pitching the greatest game I've ever seen. Mm-hmm and we're going to pull him because analytically, not him, but pitchers don't do well like after long. the third time around, and we're going to bring in a reliever who just allowed to run four straight games in the playoffs. Mookie Betts is hysterically laughing looking at the dugout like, can you believe they're taking mm-hmm. this guy out? And that guy won manager of the year, and it's just like Dan Campbell. It's like, oh, well, this is what got us here. It's like, yes, this is what got you here, but – Read the room. Look at this. There is a human. But, it,
1: but, it, but, then I've, but it, I feel like if 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 I feel like if something w- would've went wrong with him listening to like the outside world, it's not the outside.
0: I'm talking about you yourself. Look at read the room. Read this guy. Look at his body language.
2: Yeah. There's I don't a know. there's a human element to sports that is I don't want to say getting phased out, but there's a level of it that's getting phased out. And that's the frustrating part is to your point, like this guy's got a look in his eye that he's, you know, I mean, how many, let's, let's face it. How many guys that you hear about it in documentaries all the time, right? Like, Oh, he had a look in his eye. We had a call a play to get him the ball yeah. or whatever. Or, you know, the quarterback comes over and says, no, we're going for it on fourth down. I, we're going to get it. Right. Or Michael Jordan, Hey, give me the ball. I'm going to make the shot. Like you can't let that stuff leave sports. Right. And and that's, that's where it gets frustrating. Now, I mean, the lines things a little different, but you know. know, the trust in the kicker and that kind of stuff I get, but the smart move there is
1: kick the field goal away, right? Extend the game as long as you can, you know, then anything can because anything. Because that, because San Fran just showed you that's a team yep. that can go off in a run at any yep. given moment. Yep, and you give and them That's the ball. exactly what they did. You
2: give them the ball with the lead, with six and a half minutes left, or however much was left on the clock. At that it's time, a long, it's a best, long so six minutes. You, 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 you there's not many possessions you're going to get after that. So. Exactly.
1: Yep. All right, last question. Last question. Even though we didn't want this. Who's gonna win the Super Bowl? <laughs> Who's <laughs> we?
0: Because you're you're a Ravens fan, by the way. You're I'm not a, not a Ravens fan.
1: fan. I just like how, the way I just like the, the way the Ravens play football. I ain't All a right. Bucks fan that heart. Yeah. Who wins But the I did Super not want to see Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl. Who cares? What do you mean? Who cares? She's I they show her on every team. Bro, oh my. Bro. I don't care. Like Kansas bro. Made, like, really I know. Yeah. Like, I yeah uh, bro, bro. I guess
0: I'm girl, saying, I girl girls
1: came in my store asking for a Travis Kelsey jersey because Taylor Swift is her is. Is dating him. Who wins? I'm. I yeah uh, God. And if the 49ers win, Brock Purdy, you're your gang manager. Oh god. Oh my goodness. Okay. I think the 49ers win. Oh, okay. Kansas City. You cannot bet on that light-skinned man.
2: Bet <laughs> armor against him.
1: <laughs> it's always hey, hey, Steph Curry did it a few years ago, Patrick Mahomes I think doing it
0: again. The 49ers are fully rested. I think they're the better team. I know Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. I just, he's lost before in the Super Bowl to a superior team. That I didn't will, have his tackles. I will say. I think 49ers, tw- 27 24. Oh, I hate score predictions. Oh, 27 I hate,
1: 24. I hate, him predictions. I hate him too. I hate him
2: too. It's <laughs> too many variables. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, my heart wants the 49ers to win. But the mind says. But the mind, I don't know. I'm with you. I don't know if you can bet against Mahomes. Part of me really feels like this is Andy Reid's last ride. So I really? think yeah, I just think there's yeah, I think if they win this, I think he's done. I think there's just that level of and those guys are playing on another level right now. I mean you
3: feel that man that level of defense mm-hmm. with that running game. Hold on hold on hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: Hold on, hold on. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? They were doing everything the Ravens and the 49ers were doing all season with less talent. The yeah. only the only expert they have on their team is Chris Jones. They just have He's like, obsessed with Chris Jones. Hey, hey, He's hey, leave me alone. I am a deep I am a defense of lineman. I am a, a defense couple, of lineman. Yeah. Like.
0: You know what? We'll no. Everyone give their prediction. We got Chiefs, 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 49ers. We'll call it. Thank you, Coach. Oh my God. If yeah. they oh my god, if they If they do the music. <laughs> oh my god. If they win, you're gonna god.
1: kill us.